Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee with your daily devotional. In just a minute, I'm going to read from this daily reader that we call A Year with C.S. Lewis. And it's got sections or selections rather from a lot of his different books. Um, This one will be from Mere Christianity. Some of you have already read that. The title of this particular selection is called Imagine Being Who You Really Are. And when I think about how much effort we put into trying to be who we really aren't, I found that to be just really exciting. And it really drew me in and aroused my curiosity. So, uh, and just to say, I want to read that. But first, let me go back to something a little bit older than that. The New Testament, where the Apostle Paul writing to the church at Corinth in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 said this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, they are a new creature, a new creation, literally. The old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. Now, all these things are from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. In other words, there's meaning and purpose and hope for your life and for my life in Christ. Because Christ has reconciled us to God. And not only that, but when he did that, he gave us the ministry of reconciliation. In other words, he's passed something to us that he wants us to pass along uh, to others as well. Namely, verse 19, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them as And he has committed to us the word of reconciliation. What good news that is. Imagine, you know, just being able to go out into the world and tell people, your sin, the price for your sins has been paid. The good news of the gospel is that, yes, your sins are real, but yes, Jesus has really paid the price for your sins. That's remarkable news. And so he goes on to say, Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were entreating through us. We beg you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. He made him Christ, that is, God made him Christ. God made Christ, who knew no sin, to be sin on our behalf, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Do you see what an amazing exchange that is? That's just remarkable. Christ took my sin, took your sin, with him to the cross, paid the price for it. The one who knew no sin, that's Christ, became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ. Imagine if that's who you really are and you really knew it and really believed it. If any man is in Christ, if any woman is in Christ, they're a new creature, a new creature. The old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. That's wild. That's amazing. Let me see what C.S. Lewis has to say in this writing from Mere Christianity. Imagine being who you really are. You know, does it cross your mind ever that If we're all going to become like Jesus, does that mean we're all going to look exactly the same, act exactly the same, as if there's just one little template and one little personality? 
Um, sometimes people have asked that question. Lewis talks about it here. He says, to become new means losing what we now call ourselves. Out of ourselves into Christ, we must go. His will is to become ours, and we are to think his thoughts to have the mind of Christ, as the Bible says. And if Christ is one, and if he is thus to be in us all, shall we not be exactly the same? It certainly sounds like it, but in fact, it is not so. It is difficult here to get a good illustration because, of course, no other two things are related to each other just as the Creator is related to one of His creatures. You, me, or anybody else who belong to Him. Lewis says, But I will try two very imperfect illustrations which may give a hint of the truth. Imagine a lot of people who have always lived in the dark. You come and try to, to describe to them what light is like. You might tell them that if they come into the light, that same light would fall on them all and they would all reflect it and thus become what we call visible. <laughs> is it not quite possible that they would imagine that since they were all receiving the same light and all reacting to it in the same way, that is reflecting it, they would all look alike Whereas you and I know that the light will in fact bring out or show up how different they really are. <laughs> or again, suppose a person who knew nothing about salt, you give him a pinch to taste and he experiences a particularly strong, sharp taste. You then tell him that in your country, people use salt in all their cookery. Might he not reply, in that case, I suppose all your dishes taste exactly the same because the taste of that stuff you have just given me is so strong that it will kill the taste of everything else. But you and I know that the real effect of salt is exactly the opposite. So far from killing the taste of the egg and the tripe and the cabbage, it actually brings it out. They do not show their real taste till you have added the salt. Imagine being who you really are. And together with this reading from C.S. Lewis and this writing from the Apostle Paul to the Church of Corinth, I want to suggest to us that who we really are is found in the person and work of Christ. In union with Christ, we become who we were meant to be new creatures in Christ. So if you've struggled at all, or if anybody you know has struggled at all with the question, who am I? What am I? What am I supposed to be? Look to the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. This is so beautifully written when he says in verse 17 once again, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, they are a new creature. Mm. The old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. All the old things that you thought were your identity, you thought were the center of your life, you thought would give you your life meaning and purpose and hope, you thought were the, the key or the, you know, the, the, the sort of way to find a flourishing life. All of those things have passed away. They're no longer in the center. Behold, new things have come. 
And all of these new things have come in Christ. And that's a phrase that the Apostle Paul uses over and over and over again. He'll say in him, he'll say in Christ, he'll say in Christ Jesus. And you just read it over and over and over again throughout his epistles, his letters, these ancient letters to these different churches. And the whole idea there, folks, is that we were meant to find our identity in union with Christ, in him. And so let me encourage you to look to him today, to um, ask him to renew you to renew your own understanding of the gospel, to renew your understanding of who he is, to renew your understanding of who you are and to see yourself the way that he sees you. Reconciled, fully reconciled to God because of the finished work of Christ on the cross and in his glorious resurrection. We have been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, we live. Yet it not, it's, it's not we who are alive in ourselves, but it's the life of Christ inside of us, the Apostle Paul would write in Galatians chapter 2. This life that we now have, we live by faith in the Son of God, who loved us and gave himself for us. Imagine being who you really are in Christ today. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for this new life that you offer to us in Christ. Pray for each and every one of us, Lord, um, that we'll turn to you in faith-believing and humbly receiving from you this new life that you offer us in union with Christ. We're so grateful you didn't have to do that for us. It's not like you owed us anything. It's not like we had some demand on you or that, that in some way um, uh, we could twist your arm and get this out of you, but because of your love for sinners such as we are, you came and you brought us new life in Christ. And it's in his name we give thanks today. Amen and amen. God bless you. Have a great one. Daily Devotions with Pastor Jim Thomas is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily devotional beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas. Music by Phil Kagey.